0: What's up Broncos country welcome back inside the Broncos podcast studio for Monday's edition of Broncos now as always I'm your host Sydney Jones and today was an exciting and historic day here at the UC Health Training Center as owner and CEO Greg Penner introduced the Denver Broncos and new team president Damani Leach Greg Penner opened the press conference today discussing Demani Leach's background and why he's the perfect fit for the Denver Broncos.
1: When we began this comprehensive search, our goal was to identify a forward-thinking and innovative leader for the Broncos. We wanted to find someone who could steer our business operations with innovation and integrity, working collaboratively across the organization. Over the course of many conversations with myself and our partners, Damani's leadership, strategic vision, and collaborative spirit stood out. George Payton's input and support was also an important part of the process. Damani is highly thought of and respected across the NFL and in sports at large. His 25 years of experience at both the NCAA and growing the game with the NFL give him a great base of experience to draw from. And as a former college player himself, he understands football and he appreciates the value of teamwork. The Broncos have an incredible legacy, and Damani is the perfect person to help lead this franchise into the future.
0: Damani Leach begins his opening statement by giving thanks to the entire Walton Penner family ownership group, General Manager George Payton, Head Coach Nathaniel Hackett, and his family for making today possible. He then shared what his philosophy will be as the team's new president and his excitement for this new role.
2: This club, as you all know, has a tremendous reputation, one that is really second to none. Uh, there's a deep tradition of winning, uh, a history of community impact, and a loyal and passionate fan base in and, and, and really what is a thriving global city, that is Denver, that we're, we're excited to be a part of. Uh, I have great success for this franchise and its history. Um, not only uh, great players and coaches, Hall of Famers, um, you know, not to mention uh, the late Pat Boland, who from a league's perspective is someone who is revered across the league and Joe Ellis as well. Um, I stand here truly on the shoulders of giants and, and, I, and I really understand that and I don't take that for granted as well. Um, while I was um, just starting at the league office in 2015, I had my first experience at the 2015 uh, AFC Championship game and coming out to this stadium and this community and feeling the fans, it was, it was incredibly palpable. Um, It was really unique not not like many clubs um, around this country and it's something that has stayed with me that experience and really excited to be to be a part of that now Uh, Broncos country is just it's really special. Um, I'm going to come to work every day laser focused on supporting football connecting engaging with our fans. Uh, with an eye on the future. So that football, fans, and future is what you're going to see for me and what I'm going to embed in our staff and in this culture um, to really turn exactly, turn the page uh, of this organization into the next chapter of this club. And I can't wait to get to work. We have a tremendous staff here at UC Health Training Center uh, in Powerfield at Mile High. Uh, I'm going to approach it with a listen and learn approach for them. Really great and talented people, uh, but excited to get to work with broncos country let's ride
0: the leach emphasized the team's commitment to winning on and off the field and said winning is one of the reasons he was interested in this job and in other news today the broncos announced several transactions ahead of the team's final roster cut deadline tomorrow general manager george payton and company released punter sam martin waived cornerback bless austin running back jaquan hardy Inside linebacker Jeremiah Gimmel, offensive lineman Sebastian Gutierrez, and cornerback Donnie Lewis. The Broncos must trim down their roster to 53 players by 2 p.m. Mountain Time tomorrow. Now joining me here in the Broncos podcast studio is Broncos lead writer Eric Dalala. Eric, appreciate you joining me back here in the podcast studio again. Feels like we're back at home, Sydney. We are back at home. Eric, it was a busy day down here at the team headquarters. Damani Leach was formally introduced as the new team president today. So what were your some some of your main takeaways from the press conference?
3: Yes, and yeah, Cindy, I thought that one, his vision, his identity, his thoughts of like what this team needs are all very much in line with what owner and CEO Greg Penner wants and has outlined for this team in terms of being collaborative, being innovative. Um, reaching for the future, and while you're upholding these standards, these historic standards for the team, you're also continuing to strive to get better. And so I thought they're very much in line Mm -hmm. on those topics, which, of course, makes sense. Um, Obviously, Damani is a a sharp, sharp guy. I think that his 25 years of combined experience between the NCAA headquarters and working at the NFL League office is going to be really beneficial. We heard that over and over that he understands – especially from an NFL standpoint, what all 32 teams do well, but mm-hmm. they don't do so well. And now he can bring that and implement it from a team standard. Um, and he, again, said the best teams, they have a growth mindset. They have an innovative mindset. They uh, they zig when other teams zag. Um, I like that quote. <laughs> I, I did too. And so I think you're going to see a guy who comes in, has a really good grasp on what the modern problems and challenges that an NFL organization faces. Mm-hmm. Um and then address those accordingly. And so, you, you know, something—it's something that we deal with the digital and social media realm. Right. Um, that's something that I'm not sure all team presidents are concerned with. And it's clearly something that's on Demani Leach's radar. Mm-hmm. He talked about using analytics to uh, help determine how successful this team is. He talked about you know season ticket. Uh, The waiting list, using that to judge how successful the team is um, in the community, on the field. Obviously, he's not going to be too involved with that aspect of it. Going to stay away from making decisions, just kind of help George Payton and company kind of have the resources they need. But I just thought overall a bold leader, um, kind of a new era type of leader that is innovative, um, has fresh ideas, and I think is the right choice to lead this team forward.
0: Reporters, of course, had already asked him today in the press conference about a new stadium, new uniforms. He said, you know, day one, he has no proclamations to make, obviously, it being his first day. But, Eric, I really liked his response to the uniform question. He said, you know, you have to have a balance between history and the tradition of this team. And then you got to mix that in with our engaging fans and their input now.
3: Yeah. And obviously the uniform is something that's at the top of mind for a lot of fans. Yeah. Um, You can't go on Twitter without seeing a a mock-up of an alternate uniform or a different helmet. Um, You know, I I don't know what the time frame is going to be like for that. It sounds like something that they're going to consider. But again, I I think the nice thing is that obviously fans would, would love an answer right away, but I also don't think you want a leader who rushes to decisions, who makes knee-jerk reactions. And so the fact that Damani and Greg Penner have both said, hey, we're going to consider everything, we're going to take a look at all aspects of the organization, but no split-second decisions I think is encouraging in terms of their leadership style. Now, will there be a a uniform update at some point? Who knows? I, I would probably lean that it's more likely than not but um, who knows to what extent that's going to be. Is it changing the helmet? Is it changing the the jersey? Is it just adopting an alternate uniform? Mm -hmm. We'll have to see. Obviously, they didn't go into any specifics there, Um, but it is a question that uh, is on everyone's mind.
0: It certainly is, yeah. Well, in other news today, you know, a couple players have already been released or waived ahead of the team's final cutdown tomorrow, Eric. I think Sam Martin was probably the most surprising of the group. Corliss Waitman will now be the team's punter moving forward. Eric, what have you liked about his performance, you know, throughout training camp and the preseason?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think if we're assuming that Corliss is going to be the punter, and we, we just have to see whenever there's roster moves to be made and all these players are being released or waived across the league. There's always a chance that George Payton could see a punter uh, elsewhere in the league and say, okay, well, let's go with that guy. And so you're never uh, safe necessarily if you want to put it that way. But I do think if Corliss is the guy, and right now it looks like he will be, um, he's a guy that had great hang time, obviously is a uh, has that ability to boom the punt down the field. Still need to see him kind of, develop that ability to work in tandem with his coverage group so that, you know, we saw him pound a punt um, earlier in the preseason. They weren't able to down it. And so you want to see those things kind of work in concert. And then the other element is that because he's a lefty, that's a, that's just something that a lot of teams and a lot of returners don't see very often. And so the spin of the ball is completely different. You sometimes see returners struggle with that. Um, If it leads to even one, you know, muffed catch and the Broncos are able to recover, that's kind of worth the move right there. And mm-hmm. so uh, Corliss, a young player, obviously getting his chance now, it looks like to prove himself hung in there with Sam Martin all through the offseason in training camp. And uh, now it looks like it's going to be rewarded for that.
0: taking so a look back at Saturday's game. Just overall, what did you think about the team's performance and their growth really throughout the preseason?
3: Yeah, better. I, I think that yeah. they responded better from a physical standpoint, from an assignment standpoint, obviously went out and got the win, but they just weren't. Um, you know, I don't want to say pushed around, but there, there wasn't the edge to the other team that we saw in Buffalo. I think they responded to the yeah. challenge well. And then just from a standpoint of individual guys, and I thought Brett Rippon went out and made a, a strong final push. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we'll we'll have to see what happens as we're recording this. There's no news yet, but we'll have to see what happens with Josh Johnson and Brett Rippen. Um Nick Benito, I thought, made a nice surge in the pass rush in general. Mm-hmm. The run game finally got going, which is a, a good thing to see. Um, I wouldn't say it was a concern in the first two games because you didn't have your starters in there, but this was a sign that, Hey, things are starting to click. Um, So that was good to see from this team. And then, you know, I just think that you've, you've seen this team buy in to what Nathaniel Hackett is preaching in terms of working hard in practice. Some guys taking advantage of it on game day, other guys, you know, hanging back and being rested for the regular season. But From the victory speech that we put out from inside the locker room, you can just tell how much Nathaniel Hackett has endeared himself Mm -hmm. uh, to these players. And now it's time for the real thing. And I I think based on what we've seen, I'm encouraged. I think the offense is in a better spot than uh, they were at the beginning of training camp. I think the defense is exactly what we thought they'd be, Um, an elite type of group with some of the talent on that unit. And uh, now we'll just see how it all plays out.
0: Yeah, well, less than 24 hours now until the Broncos have to trim down their roster to 53. No, tomorrow will be a tough day for a lot of people, but just another step closer to the start of the season.
3: Yeah, that's right.
0: Looking forward to it. Eric, appreciate your time. You got it. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode. Thanks so much, Broncos Country, for tuning in for another edition of Broncos Now. Make sure to meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow evening for another episode. I'll see you all then.